0: Hello, I'm Connie Rotella, and welcome to our Triple Thread Podcast. I'm super excited to begin this journey with all of you. Are you ready to put your best foot forward and show up with confidence? This tool is here to help you evolve into the artist you are meant to be. Just always remember to believe, become, and be ready. Add a new skill set or refine what you already know. So here we go. Today, I have a special guest with me. She is the wonderful Victoria Sanchez, actress filmmaker. Thank you for being with us, Victoria. It is such a pleasure to have you with me. I just adore you. I woke up this morning saying to myself, if I would have chosen the path of being an actress, who would I want to follow in the, their shoes? And it's your name. It's Victoria. If I, had, if I had chosen to be an actress and not a dancer, I feel like I would have taken your CV and go, I want to be Victoria Sanchez. And wow. I do that for one day. I literally woke up like this, Victoria, this morning, and uh, and I love you, and you are loved by so many people here in Montreal.
1: Well, I, I want to say that I just love how you wake up every morning. You, you're an inspiration, your motivation, your positivity, your smile, your 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 courage. Everything is just, and your love is 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 very admirable, and it inspires me. So there you oh. go.
0: Victoria, I love you. You're such an amazing person. So how did you get started in the business and when did you get started in the business? All right. So
1: this none of this is planned. So I'm just going to go all the way back into my memory cells in the back of my brain and and see where it all got started. So um, I have to blame two movies for that. Um, Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Because of the dresses that Scarlett O'Hara wore, in, in, <laughs> in that. and I said, I want to, I want to play, I want to be an actress like her, and I want to wear dresses like that. Now that doesn't happen very often anymore. Yeah. But and then of course West Side Story, which I saw first as a play um, with Kids in Action, Natalie Gautier's Kids in Action back in the day, which I I'll tell you about a little bit later. Yeah, but uh, I I I was like, I need to. I need to act i need to be maria i feel like i'm maria and and i was like seven years old you know i and, and and i knew right then and there that i was going to be an actress and both my parents were artists and they had no you know desire of seeing me go in that route because they knew what a difficult uh path that was so i started working to make my own money to go to kids theater school which was kids in action and i was able to to round up enough um, dog sitting money and um, paper route money to, to be able to go. And I was like 12 years old when I first joined Kids in Action and got on stage.
0: Wow, kids, are you listening? <laughs> if the kids are listening, if parents of kids are listening, that's determination. Victoria knew at seven years old this is what she wanted to do by watching two movies and, and, and because of the dress code, because you love those big dresses and you know that that whole theme is just what brings you yeah. to life um and, oh, and but th- what I have to say though is West Side Story I, I saw here so
1: I, I I was born in Canary Island so I was seven years old when I saw um uh Gone with the Wind but it was here in Canada in Montreal that I saw Kids in Action perform West Side Story so I was a little bit older then that's so I was like I don't know 11 10 or 11 or
0: something like that. so who do you ever meet that is born in canary islands like victoria is born there how old were you when you came here in canada i was nine i was nine years oh. old
1: yep i arrived here in the middle of february <laughs> and anyways, i won't get into that story but um oh, wow. i uh, yeah, it, you know, everything happens for a reason. But I, I miss I miss the Canary Islands very, very much.
0: Of course, that's your homeland. Okay, so after you raised this money and you got working and all that, you went to training. And this is where you met an amazing teacher, right, that mentored you.
1: Yes, Natalie Gauthier. But it was also – she was running the school. I mean, she started it when she was, like, 15 years old. She's an wow. incredible woman that you have to interview at some point as well. Um, I will. But, uh, it was there was also Nadia Verrucci and Leslie Sellers that were my teachers there at the time and I remember Natalie kept saying that I was not necessarily a stage actress but that I was a film actress like she could tell that from the beginning from the very very early ages um, because I I had a hard time being really big on stage like it wasn't it didn't make me comfortable I I enjoyed natural type of acting more. Even though I was influenced by very big acting and musicals, I there was something in me that was slightly more real in the acting. Like I, I had a hard time faking it. Like I had a hard time putting <laughs> it out there. It was more, it, to me, it's more of an emotional connection to be to the acting, I needed to feel it inside, I needed to feel it uh, as a realistic um, approach, like what would I be like if I was in that character, mm. you know, and how do I make it believable? And I, I, it, that, it wasn't planned, mm-hmm. it just is how I was, and Natalie was able to see it right away, uh, right away. So she put me in dramatic players.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> you know what, seriously though, that's deep what you said because you know how hard it is for any of us to connect internally, so going big hides the internal side, and you, it's the other way around. I like to just understand it from the inside and just let it come out, which is not something you hear every day though because everybody does go bigger than they should and and it takes time for us to reduce, reduce, reduce until we're just fully in the moment, and in your case, you're like, nah. I'm not going to fake it. <laughs> I need to go straight there. So, it's it's really yeah, wonderful. I mean there's
1: something really fun about that. It's very artistic and theatrical and and it's, you know, it's 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 fun, but for me it just feels sometimes a little bit yeah, not not real. And but I love it and appreciate it when other people nail it because that's like a total art form in its in itself, true. you know. Very true. Um but now like 20 years into my career, Um, I tend to follow something that's more like there's a book written by um, Harold Guskin, who was an incredible um, acting coach uh, who coached Meryl Streep and uh, Christopher Reeves and amazing actors. And it's called how to stop acting. And Mm -hmm. I, it's so good that book. I wish I would have read it right at the beginning of my career, because that's more for like the type of acting that I, I like to do, which is, you know, more natural and more, for the camera than for the stage, but it's, it's really about taking in the breaths and using the breaths and getting the words off the page and, and breathing through it, you know, but that, I mean, that can also work for the stage, of course, because you're doing a lot more movement and, and dancing and all kinds of stuff. So it's, it's, it could definitely work for that as well. But for me, it helped with stillness Yeah, for on camera, on camera work. That's a book that you would recommend for everybody to read. Um, I would recommend it highly for people more interested in, in, um, in how to act for the camera, Mm -hmm. uh, just because of, yeah, it helps with that stillness and that natural action reaction, um, process.
0: Yes. Well Um, said, well said. Okay. So you started training. She saw this natural talent in you and, uh, how did you book an agent or get started in auditioning? (gasps) Okay.
1: Well, um, I went to theater school after kids in action. I went to John Abbott's professional theater school, um, for three years. Uh, it was quite an intense program because we had, I think, 10 or 11 courses a week. Um, seven being theater. And then you had core courses on top of that. And, uh, we started very, very early in the morning. Then we got out, out of there pretty late. So I'm really happy that I was able to get a foundation in theater. Uh, and I think it's quite important for a lot of people. There's some actors that just have it naturally from birth. And that's, you know, like a Leonardo DiCaprio type. Or, you know, they just have it. Juliette Lewis. They have it. Um, but then there's other people that could really, really gain a lot from the foundation of the theater. Whether it's movement. Whether it's voice. Voice was a class I hated the most. <laughs> and today it's my, the biggest part of my career. Wow. And so I had back into those exercises sometimes. And I'm like, I remember when I was falling asleep on my chair and I would getting in trouble by, from the teachers. But now I, I look back and, it, and it's like, that was the most important class of yeah. the whole thing, you know?
0: So that teaches us a big lesson. Never, never assume that you're learning something for nothing. You'll never know when it comes in handy. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. And I remember a teacher, I think she, she's, um, she used to say for every day that you put aside your craft, it's going to be a day that's going to miss in your career or something like that. And that scared the shit out of me. Because um, I, <laughs> I wasn't like the most disciplined um, human being. <laughs> uh, I realized that, you know, she, she had, a, there was something uh, pretty true about what she was saying, because there's so many things you have to, so many areas that you have to practice. It's not just one. Okay, here, I'm going to act today. No. It's, there's, there's, um, there's movement, there's research, there's not gaining knowledge, it's all yeah. part of it. There's your voice, there's, and that's what I love about what you're doing um, and what we're creating with our other project is, yeah. is, is that it's about, you know, triple through educating uh, the three disciplines. Yeah. For, for stage and now on screen, because musicals are huge on screen, but we'll get into that exactly um, a little later. So I went to professional theater school um, and then I got out and one thing, Uh, that was missing out of that professional theater school, as is in many, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. is they didn't teach us what to do to go get a job in Mm -hmm. film or TV. Um, So we didn't know how to uh, audition in front of the camera. I know, I think now that they're they're doing it now more, which is uh, really great. So when I went in for my first audition, okay, so... I had to look for an agent in the newspaper at the time. I think it was the mirror
0: in the um, newspaper. Did you hear that?
1: <laughs> oh, in the yeah. newspaper, yes. A while ago, it was 1996, I graduated. Uh-huh. Um, and so I pretty much figured it out all on my own. Um, everything that I figured out about going into film and television, I did on my own. And that's the luxury of what everyone has today is that they can just go online, YouTube, everything, Google, Google everything and, and, and get answers for absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and having your phone so that you could film yourself doing stuff. And I mean, we did not go through that <laughs> at all. It was like the real cattle yeah. call. I learned by experience. I, I, I consider myself pretty street smart um, above else, anything else. And I, I was uh, able to figure it out and I got my first audition. But the thing is that when I arrived to my first audition, I just went within, with instinct. So I was extremely prepared. I mean, theater taught me that. So my lines, I had my lines down, like I could, I could say those lines backwards. Um, and, uh, and then I, I decided to arrive with two gigantic bags of props for the scene. And I created, uh, I created my set. in the audition room in the audition room (laughs) so I was supposed to be uh, and it was actually a French audition which is weird um, because I I started in French and then wow um, yeah so and I came out of an English school
0: right but anyways here I was that's that's the the beauty of Montreal we can work in both and you never know it's like it's great yeah
1: absolutely and that's why I think it's very important for people to embrace both languages in every aspect you know Mm -hmm. Um, so I, when I got there, yeah, it was, I had to iron some clothes and I had to be on a phone call. And so I had an ironing board. I had my ironer. I had a ton of clothes that I was ironing. I had a phone, a red phone. I remember my red phone. And (laughs) so I took all the time I had to to do it. And they were just staring at me from the couch, like probably trying not to like explode of laughter. Um, but you know, I put so much love and passion and effort into that audition that by the end of that audition the director got up from the couch and he slowly came up to me and he looked at me in my eyes and he said victoria you've got the role
0: okay. <laughs> i would have <laughs> give you the role just you coming in with your props and setting up even before you spoke oh my god who even does that who brings i don't know but props? you know but look it got me the part uh
1: you know <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I, I love was it. very prepared. You want to talk preparation? Cause acting, I mean, what's his name? Um, uh, uh, K- Michael Kane Yes. By the way, his book, I recommend to every, both his books, but the last one is phenomenal. Um, you can even get his audiobook, which is narrated by him. And it's amazing, but he, he will really stress how preparation is everything. So you work more at home than when you get on set, because that's where you pick your choices. You pick your character, yes. you pick your, you know, all, all, all that's going to go into the work, you memorize your lines and everything. You do that at home. Your job as an actor is to arrive there prepared, knowing your lines and um, ready to go. Uh, preparation's big. And uh, yeah. And then my second audition was for student bodies, which again, I, because I had been working on the other show for a lot, a long time, I hadn't been auditioning very much for other stuff. And I arrived to the audition room with props, uh, (laughs) With school props, like I had binders and a bag, and because it was supposed to be a high school thing. And I'm, uh, uh, I was going for the role of this really clumsy girl. And uh, I walk in, and as I walk in, I actually trip, and all the books go flying everywhere. And I'm like, oh, oops, sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm like, and I'm picking up everything. And I guess it was really funny to them to watch because I was literally Grace, I was literally the character and I didn't even try it wasn't on purpose. And, uh, so that one was pretty.
0: It was meant to be. And you were so amazing in student bodies because everybody remembers that show. And everybody, I don't know why they connected to you and your character. It's like everybody wanted to be you in that show. And I still have <laughs> students that I teach that if I say I was with Victoria Sanchez, you see them light up or blush. It's like, oh, my God, she was my favorite. It's so. Wow. Incredible. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, really, really. Um, you It was a great show, though. You had a great run with that show too oh yeah it was so much fun so
1: much fun and uh you know also a a place to where we learned a lot but we we just got so lucky to be able to be on that show in Montreal because it had like an American vibe to it and everything kind of safe by the bell vibe yeah um but yeah that was that was very special I'm very grateful for that
0: congratulations your first show you nailed your second one you booked again so Mm -hmm. it was just what one audition after the other and people can get enough of you because um, you're giving in with props all the time.
1: <laughs> no, that you know the while we were on the show, we had exclusivity deals. Like we had to well, actually I didn't have an exclusivity deal, but because I chose not. To, there was uh less less time for auditions because you are right. working. You know, you're working. So then um but once that once I um I was done with that show, then I went to do a bunch of other auditions and I got a lot of um other series and films especially films of the week yeah but uh it was here in Canada so it was uh not always the best films you know but uh it it was uh, I did work constantly for quite a few years and I do I do still wish to this day that I would have gone to California right after student bodies um that's probably
0: my one little regret that question I wanted to ask you because I did fly (laughs) with you to LA where I met some of your friends that made that choice um to live there and walking the streets with you were like I love it here I you know you would tell me stories of when you were ringing the doorbell of um Erin Spelling I believe because you were going there because I I had worked with Tori
1: Spelling and yeah I walked right into Quentin Tarantino's office and Spike Lee I just felt like I was on top of the world when I was there I just felt really great and also reminds me so much of canary islands because it's the same climate and, and environment uh and weather yes. so and, and i'm very weather driven so um i was always very loyal and wanted to give montreal a chance and the community help the community here um more than anything i i, I get a big kick out of connecting people and i love um i love getting people the the help that they they need when they're very talented uh just like you you have that you have, <laughs> you have that as well <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I stayed here because I believed in the community um I still do but I kind of sacrificed myself in the process and that is a bit of a regret that I have right even though they say you shouldn't have any regrets and um you know it's uh there are no mistakes and everything happens for a reason and you know Perhaps, perhaps if I would have gone to LA, it would have been a disaster, but um, I I just feel like the opportunities that are there or were there at the time for me could have been much larger in terms of the um, exposure of, you know, who who you're doing these auditions for, um, the, the, the caliber of the, the directors and the people that are there, the scripts, the storytelling and so on. I'm not saying that that's not here. There's some great stuff that come out of here. But if you look at the amount difference, um, like you could walk into any cafe, you know, in California and at the time, especially we'd run into all kinds of celebrities here and there. And so it was easier to mingle and become part of certain groups over there that, that were already up and up and running in, you know, at very high levels in the business. The biggest problem here, which is still a huge problem. And I'm part of, you know, I've been part of committees at, at ACTRA and I'm part of the, um, uh, the ELAN and everything. And I bring this up is that there's no publicity for English um, artists in Montreal, even in Toronto. I mean, there's very, in, in all of Canada, there's a huge lack of publicity. I mean, everything's changing now. Now it's on social media, but there was a time when that was extremely important. So... So it affected things. Whereas Quebec, French Canadian actors had tons of publicity in the, you know, when you go to the store and you see the yes. et la Semaine and all that, whatever magazines, they're all French. So you see them on the covers, the, the French public gets to know them. I remember my only big interview in a magazine was when I did a French show. Yeah. But then student bodies had zero publicity.
0: Yeah. I, it's it's very strange to me but the French community built their own little star system so it's only them seeing their own little star system thing in the yeah. English community we're out it's bigger right like I mean we've got all of Canada all, the states and all over the world so I know there's something has to be done for this English we need to create an English star system here something has to be created for the English yeah. um uh actors in order for, them to be seen and maybe taken seriously at another level not just like oh yeah you're great for montreal you know no you're great that's it you're excellent and you should be doing this every day and uh, you know victoria acting yeah. is forever though when you say you have that one regret you still could pick up and just go and, and do your career there in L.A. There's no age.
1: Oh, yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's still the plan. It means that, you know, I, I became a mom and, you know, so just going to school and there was some things and that I was, I was tied to here, some projects, projects and development. But especially after COVID and realizing just how much we can get done from anywhere, yeah. it's inspiring me so much more to, to really get that visa done and, and get the hell out of here. <laughs> I just get no offense to anyone but I just can't stand the winters it's it's too much for me
0: I know Um, and you are such a LA girl anyway just the way you walk the vibe and your community there in LA your friends you are just loved in LA too you've got some of the greatest acting friends too so it's like it's gonna work out and the day when I'm there I belong there oh you totally belong there yeah yeah Yeah. I can't wait to go back with you and walk the streets because it's so much fun. That's the plan. That's the plan. You feel like you belong there too, you know,
1: it's just
0: I I familiarity
1: about being there. Um, And I feel like I lived there in a past life. Like, I know it sounds crazy, but I really do because I, I I still try to find my way around Montreal sometimes. But when I'm in L.A., I know exactly where I'm going.
0: I know exactly where I remember I was like I felt so safe in the car going oh she knows where she's going because I have no clue where I am at (laughs) I'm just and and trust me the driving we did in one day it's like you have to drive so long to get to one place to another compared to New York I'm more of a New York City girl Uh I love walking and getting to everywhere I want to get in like 10, 15 minutes, 30 minutes max, you know, and yeah. LA, it takes a whole day to do a lot of things, right? Because you have to travel a lot. You can't just walk from one place. But I to love the driving. Other.
1: So for me, it, it, I don't even see the time go by when I'm in,
0: when I'm in the car. And- what were your plans like acting? And then you started, did you start writing, producing, directing? What, what exactly was your step after that? Because you said, yeah. I want more. I don't just want to act
1: yeah uh well I, I think I'm just a storyteller at heart, and that's really what um what inspired me to always just if I really felt compelled to do something, I would just do it um whether I knew how to do it or not, I would just do it and uh, so the thing is that I, I had this book that I was obsessed with uh when i was when I was a kid um called Wait Till Helen Comes, a ghost story written by Mary Downing Hahn, who's kind of like a Stephen King for for younger, uh, young adults. And uh, I, I was just obsessed with that book. So I was always like, oh, I'd love to see it as a movie, you know. And um, so to make a long story short, I uh, I adapted the novel. It took me six days because I was so into it. Um, to, to first transcribe the book and then, and then just adapt it and, and change the scenes on and do whatever I had to do to make it like live on the screen. And um, the thing is that it's very expensive to option a book. So it took a long time to, to get that rolling. Um, also, I was just new to that world of, of producing and everything and I almost got it made. I was, I was always shooting for the moon us so going for the Spielbergs and the Guillermo del Toro's and this and that. And I came super close mm-hmm. to getting it made with some of the biggest directors and producers out there. Um, and uh, somehow it would just n- fall through. Either they were onto another project or something would fall through in the face of the contract. It wasn't like it wasn't that that easy. So there was many times where I got my hopes up and then it would kind of come crumbling down, which kind of happens often when you're trying to pitch something. Mm-hmm. Um, but somehow I didn't give up and eventually um, it got made. So uh, that was my perseverance and uh, resilience to get it done. But I learned a lot of lessons through that process, which helped me make the second movie, Pie Wacket," It, which was my best friend's script, um, Anna McDonald's. And uh, I, I remember when there was thoughts of changing anything in the script. I was like, no one is touching the script because I had learned so much from the first experience where not everything that I wanted had gotten on on the on the screen. Um, unfortunately, that was a, a really hard pill to swallow. But um, there's so many people that get involved into making films that often, you know, there's too many cooks and there's um, too many opinions and <laughs> the vision, the original vision can get lost. Mm-hmm. So I was very adamant for the next project that no one t- touched the vision that we had intended to make. Uh, and with the help of the Jonathan and Andrew Bronfman, Bro Productions in Toronto, we got that made and it made top 10 horror movies lists for like two years.
0: Yes. Yes. Isn't that amazing?
1: It's a really great film. Like it's called Pie Wacket and I strongly recommend it. It's really good. I'm really proud of
0: that one. And we're going to be watching that one. How long did it take?
1: I think we got like, we got it financed in like six months. (laughs) So up to a year, I think. But yeah, I mean, the first one took me 10 years.
0: Exactly. The
1: first movie took 10 years of, of resilience to get through that. But there wasn't a day that I stopped working on that.
0: See that's what um, I like about you. You're like your perseverance. You're just always motivated. Ten years. How do you keep that motivation going day after day?
1: Uh, I was, uh, different. Well, you and I have different types of motivations. You it's a very, um, very physical, action driven motivation, <laughs> which you have, and I'm uh, I'm more of uh, like connecting through people words through ideas in my mind writing things that i love writing i think writing's one of the things i like i enjoy the best the most right. like, there's different types of motivations mm-hmm. but i also had a phase in my life when i went through something very difficult um you know where i needed to slow down because i was a type of person that didn't know how to slow down so i uh whenever there was a burnout or there was a grief that i had to face in my life i wouldn't i would just i would just plummet through it, you know, like, I would just go through it, like, oh, no, I'm gonna keep working, everything's gonna be fine. Nah, 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 nah. And at one point, your body decides for you, and you're, you have no choice. Mm-hmm. So there was times recently when I had to slow down, because I had too much happen at once. Um, and I had a hard time accepting it, but mm-hmm. I finally had to accept it.
0: And did uh, you really slow down, Victoria?
1: Well, I had no choice. I got into a car accident March fourth. Um, so that, you know, I, I got fractures all over my pelvis um area and I couldn't move. So I didn't have much of a choice. I had, to, I had to lay down in the hospital bed. But yeah, I managed to make myself a little office in the hospital bed.
0: That's, that's why I'm like, did you really slow down? Because after two days, I think we all received a picture of Victoria in her hospital bed with her laptop and working already at work. I can't, I couldn't even believe it. I'm like this going, this girl never ends. She doesn't stop. You would have
1: done the same thing. I know you would have done the same thing. Morphine and all. You would have done the same thing. That was the only thing is that I was, I had to take painkillers. So sometimes I was like a little slower.
0: But we were uh, a perfect match to work together. I love your energy. I love your fire. I love your passion. And both of us have that energy. And I remember going in and pitching with you our project. And I'm like, just going, like, we're just bouncing it off. It's like, boom, yeah. the passion goes from one area to the other area. It was just yeah. so fun. And it feels so yeah. um grounded with you I don't know it did it didn't feel nerve-wracking because it was my first time pitching something that I truly believe in you you've been in it for a while so pitching in these wherever you brought me was pretty big and it was pretty fancy and awesome (laughs) but I'm like this going am I actually really here pitching my this project that we have together to these important people and they were just the most kindest people and it, it was just so much fun doing it with you. I can't even picture me doing this with anybody else at this moment. Well, it's because we believe it, 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 when you believe in a project, it
1: comes out naturally. And that's the number one thing about pitching. It, it's you got to believe it's like a salesperson. If you, if you really believe in your product, you're going to sell tons of it. If you're passionate about it, you're going to sell tons of it. But if you're not passionate about what you're trying to pitch, they're going to feel that energy.
0: Totally. Totally. You so know? how long is this pitching going
1: to last, Victoria? No one can say how long a project takes because as I've told you before, it's all a question of timing. It's about the right timing, being at the right place at the right time, but being prepared for it, right?
0: You know oh. my preparation story. Oh, definitely. I know your preparation story. And it's funny because that's what I teach at the, at the studio in the, the Triple Threat Academy. The only yeah. difference is. My preparation goes faster cuz we're training always for a goal and we have a result right yeah. away cuz we have a date that we have to give it in or do it by or you know audition for or prepare for. In this yeah. case it's just different cuz it's like it sits and it has to, you know, cook and then we have to change it and then we have to upgrade it then we have to make new changes. It's but like we have time to
1: work out in our you know in our best interest because there's certain technologies evolving so quickly that there's things that we've learned Yes, that we would have never had had we started the project last year, yes. which are making we can't without saying too much are making the project ten thousand times more interesting
0: now. And wait, I can't so, wait to share it with all of you. And I, I'm sure, um, Victoria, I want you to tell the story about your audition for uh, Maria. Well, in- that was the, the
1: that's what I meant by the preparation story. Yeah. It was- which reminded me which is why i'm doing this project with you because um one of my dreams as i mentioned earlier was to be maria on west side story and uh i just never never thought the opportunity would come the film was done the play you know there wasn't anyone doing the play in montreal um i was getting older i was like 27 at one point and then uh Nadia and Vera the casting directors call me up and they're like um, you know the would you like to audition for a musical can you sing and uh, that's one thing I I didn't believe I could sing so I never tried Uh I tried in theater and I was okay but I never like continued with the discipline of of teaching myself how to sing properly like operatic and so I said, not really. They're like, oh, that's too bad because West Side Story, the musical uh, world tour is coming here to look for the actors. And I, I was like, but Maria? And <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we wanted to send you off for Maria. And I was like, oh, you know, I was in utter shock. Um, and they said, well, can you at least come in and read for the for the the other actors like? Give them their cue lines and i said yeah for sure I'll, I'll i'll go in so it was three days of auditioning all these wonderful actors that were there with their singing and dancing and acting and i did of course the acting parts with them and so i got to play anita i got to play maria i got to play like, all the different characters and um at the end the producer and director got up to me and they said you know victoria it's really unfortunate that you cannot sing because you would have been maria Ugh. Oh, how did that feel at that moment? Well, um, <laughs> I put on my mask, thanked them, and, um, and went home and cried. Oh. So, <laughs> but, so. you know, it taught me something that, and that I share with all the, the, the people who want to become actors. Believe in yourself because um, you never, that opportunity that you think might never come can come. It, it, it most likely will come to teach you a lesson if you're not prepared. So, so prepare yourself um, and do the training you need to do uh, to get to a comfortable place where you could sing and dance and 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 do all all of it. Especially if you, your dream is to be in
0: that space, you know. Yeah, your dream is to be an mm-hmm. artist, and and you know what you just said here. It's just so important because I think that's what I live by, and that's why I'm doing what I do. And sometimes. You know like we're older we've been doing this for a long time and obviously when you're young in your young 20s you're like oh but i want it now but i want it now and i'm looking at them going yeah but you're still not solid there's still not enough training in you there's still well, not green. enough experience what
1: And we say too green
0: yeah and and it's so it's how do you explain it to them and you know i have full trust and people trust us the team everybody it's just sometimes it's like they're rushing it and I'm like, oh my God, you could be so much stronger if you would just listen, listen, take that one second to listen because that opportunity, when it shows up, don't you want to go full force than showing up half, you know, half your capacity skills. So,
1: yeah, Uh, but it's very tough to teach that to a young person. I mean, people try to maybe teach that to me and especially maybe my teachers, Um, but I was kind of, you know, a rebel and hard-headed, and I was also kind of like, "No, oh, I could just do this. I could. I don't need to train every day." And um, I thought I could do something like at the last minute. But hey, I tried to practice that Maria song. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, 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 there was definitely some training needed. And look, now I'm I'm teaching myself how to sing. Yep. Um, I will eventually. I I, I love dancing. I've I, I've always had that bit naturally so when I there is a choreography or something I do have it naturally because my mom was a ballerina and I think it's just instinctively in me yeah um so and I remember Natalie Gauthier using me as an example the first time I was actually doing a choreography when I had never even done one and she used me as an example for the class and I was like blown away that she gave me that chance but obviously there was something there that was natural like I said there's some people that have certain things naturally yes and there's some people who, re- who really need the training
0: Definitely. What would you tell your younger self, Victoria?
1: (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Um, Listen. (laughs) Listen. Okay, we've got that. Love yourself. Yeah. Believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. You don't need anyone to tell you how good you are. And uh, well, there's a lot of things I did do right, though, like the perseverance and resilience and all that, that I'm proud of um and no one taught me that maybe my mom I, I maybe somehow my mother because she was extremely strong
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh so maybe by example don't party too hard
0: <laughs> coming from Victoria what do you mean what does that mean
1: because <laughs> I, I mean that was you know the, the, the be, be, be careful with your vocal cords yes. your body be gentle um and it's all part of loving yourself you know I had a hard time with that I was very critical of myself and I was very judgmental um and I'm still working on that and I'm still healing from a lot of things it's an everyday journey um but I wish that I would have started the process a little earlier you know in my life uh, of, of the work on oneself right and I think that that's something that should be taught in schools you know like I think every school should start with a yoga meditation in the morning and <laughs> have a class on, on communications and relationship on how, you know, how to be gentle with yourself and love yourself. And it, it, there's none of that in the schools. The programs mm-hmm. here are so upside down.
0: Mm-hmm. So upside down people. Um, Even like, on the business level, accounting, accounting, business level, like they, we need more. Oh, yeah. That too. Yeah. How to manage money,
1: you know, those, those things should really be implemented at a very young age in, in school.
0: What's coming up for you? What are your biggest dreams that you still want to um, yeah, make happen? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I'm really happy that I've had a chance to explore so many areas in the business, you know, from writing to producing to directing. Um, I think directing is where I feel at my best and yeah. my element. And so I look forward to pursuing that with the right projects. And um, I have about 10 projects in development right now uh, for whether it's uh, at a creative level or a producing level as an executive producer or a writer. Um, and uh, I'll continue with acting, but I'm gonna be more selective on the roles that I wanna do uh, and voice. I mean. I'm grateful for my voice teacher, um, for my voice teacher. You know, I do a lot of video games and all that stuff where I want to go, where I want to be. I do have a lot of love for this place. Montreal is a great place to live. So I wouldn't abandon Montreal entirely, but I will not spend another winter here. Okay. Um, I, 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 it's, it's a huge decision of mine. So even if it's, uh, you know, a few months in, in winter to break it up, um, either be in California or somewhere warm where I could work from. Mm-hmm. That's going to be, that's a big one. And uh, I really do en- uh, en- enjoy um, developing projects. So I'm going to continue with that. We've got some really great ones, including ours, Connie, and the work yes. that we want to get out there. Yes. Um, you, I'll continue with whatever I, I am doing, but I think that it's going to get, the quality is going to get better and better. And the people surrounding the projects are going to get better and better because that's very important. It's very important to be well surrounded um, by good people who, you know, who are not gonna get paranoid or greedy and, and just you know, have good teams around you so that you can have fun while you're creating.
0: I know. Enjoy process. Isn't that yeah. the best part? Like, I mean, having that amazing surrounding, having the right people connecting and because we're huge connectors and connecting other people's because when you start something, then you bring in the whole community with you. And, yeah. you know, there's so much greatness that could happen just because we're at the right place the right time and with an open heart and passionate about what we believe in. It's, it's amazing aging. I don't know about you, but aging feels like everything takes more time. Like, I mean, you want to savor every moment you want to grow and become even better and better. Um, and, and the younger self is like rushing into it so fast. Yeah. It's so amazing to see this, this path, you know, and also on the spiritual level, the work that yeah. needs to do with all the self-love and self-care that you've been speaking about. And, you know, you went through something really huge six, well, six weeks ago or almost two months ago.
1: Yeah,
0: And you came out of it being so positive and mm-hmm. you were the light out of all this. You were like, wow, we were all worried about you. And you're like, sharing light and thanking everybody and we were sending you prayers and energy and you're healing so fast even if your healing process is still not over um you monkey you that trying to climb the walls to get to one place to another um (gasps) but no the
1: healing process has been great i've also had some um a a native friend helping me with his community uh you know sending healing vibes helping um myself sandy who was in the accident with me and our two daughters to get through it um thank god they had no major injuries but there was there's still trauma involved from there so um i know that that's been a big part of us uh healing Mm -hmm. being like cared for and watched for and and just all the love that poured in i think you know what it really comes down to is we need to do things from our hearts yeah. and with love, and, uh, and, and eventually we'll reach the right, uh, the right path. There's so many paths. But if we continue on that journey, I think that a lot of people that are very successful, when you listen to their stories, it's most of the time it's because they, they followed that path, you know? Mm-hmm. And a lot of them came from very difficult places. Mm-hmm. So it, t- it takes the time it needs to take, but it's all about uh, when the right time needs the right opportunity it yeah. really is and you gotta have a little luck too in this business
0: <laughs> oh yes you're all a lot about
1: play the little part
0: but <laughs> just, hey just a little bit thank you for sharing all of that Victoria you're just wonderful and I can't wait to keep working with you and creating more projects together Yes,
1: and and <laughs> the give us a chance to also meet a whole bunch of other wonderful artists and helping them because I know that you and I have that in our hearts to is to help people as well, but you exactly. know, we gotta help ourselves first. But we, we, uh, you know, we love finding talent. I know yeah. that you have that
0: in common. <laughs> so, in, in in saying that, there's a reason why I keep telling you guys, keep training, please keep training. We want to feature our Canadian talent, but we have to train just as hard as New York and LA is training or Toronto, because Montreal we seem to be a little bit laid back. A little bit too comfortable for oh, um yeah what
1: no too much joie de really oh, no, no. too
0: much roi de vivre, which is great bring that in no, no I'm kidding that's actually our our that's that's the
1: what people love about us here yeah exactly um, but hey who knows maybe
0: you and I will build the star system here somehow. You know what? I love that, Victoria. And I think, yes, our energy, I, you know, it's funny because Victoria and I are a little bit different. She's like the wild one. <laughs> and I'm more like, yes, I need my sleep. I need to, you know, everything is scheduled a different routine, but um, we complement each other so well. It's just so funny how it's it's different path. But but what's to come is really interesting for both of us in our own way, but also together.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. We do complement each other very well and balance each other out. And it's such a pleasure. It's been such a pleasure working from you from day one.
0: Uh, you. yeah. Thank and you. I look forward
1: to to a lot more.
0: I know. Me too, Victoria. Thank you for saying yes. And I will see you soon. And everything you shared with us is important. I hope you all listen in because not only are we speaking about work and career and Paths, but you see that that journey, that spiritual journey, and uh, listening to that inner voice and really connecting to your heart is important. And because we're two huge connectors, we really hope to see you in part of our projects in the near future because that's what we want to do for you.
1: Yes, absolutely. And if there's anyone out there that is looking to for ways to connect more into your heart you can reach out to me and I can help you um, with that as well through heart rise. Um, And uh, it's, it's some very easy steps that can just help connect and ground you before auditions and ground you before all kinds of stuff. So, but just keep that in mind, stay connected, um, try to stay true to yourself when you're performing and don't forget to breathe.
0: And love what you do. Thank
1: you so so much. (laughs) Not much point. I
0: know. Yeah. Thank you so much, Victoria. I love you. I adore you. And I can't wait to see you. And this is the end for season two with Victoria Sanchez.
1: Woo!